I'm going to go ahead and, and introduce the podcast. That way you and I can continue to talk as if nobody else was here because they're not. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to Talk to Me, the podcast nobody asked for, but I'm giving it to you anyways. And guess who's special guest or guess who the special guest is today? It's Shannon Morse. So everybody give Shannon a round of applause and get ready because this is going to be a great one. Shannon, I want you to know that I am nervous because you are my first lady of the podcast. What? <laughs> You're the first lady who's ever been on the podcast. Oh my God. I know, right? I, okay. Full disclosure, you ain't the first one I've invited. <laughs> I'm the first one that actually replied. It's kind of, you know, this is like very conducive to the dating world. You got to ask out a bunch of ladies and only one's going to say <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're the one who said yes. Oh my God. So, Shannon Morris is our special guest on the show today. And I'm super excited to have you because. Believe it or not, you are a crowd pick. So I, I did a couple of like surveys on my wow. uh, live stream one time and your name came up a lot. They said, I have Shannon on there. And I was like, all right, cool. I'll see if I can get Shannon if she responds to me. And lo and behold, you did. Wow. So welcome. That That's so cool. Well, hopefully they'll enjoy the podcast. Oh, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. All right, let's get into what were we talking about just before I introduced the podcast? Um we were talking about YouTube's Who, who's algorithm. been on your show. All right. Who's been here? Technically T, uh, El yeah. Jefe, Jeff Mendez. Do, you know him? do I get to drop names and be like, yeah, I know them. You get to drop. <laughs> you can name drop. It's okay here. <laughs> yeah. So I well, you Jeff had El Jefe like on and I guy. watched yeah. that one. Okay. Jefe's like, yeah, he's like my bouncer. He's great. <laughs> he's your bouncer. We're besties. Yeah, we're besties. That is and you've had Kevin guy. on. Kevin's wife actually made my b-roll um top down camera backdrops that i put on my table that's what and i was referring she, to oh my gosh amazing she did custom ones for me because i'm all about like sparkles and holographic stuff mm -hmm. so she did custom ones because she was like yeah nobody's ever asked for that color before all right so she made that for you so you know you know kevin uh yeah. you know technically t you know travis travis has been here he stopped by for yes. a bit um let me think about it who else has been here travis and is good peoples travis he, is, good he people. is hilarious yeah love that guy too um Inabong from uh thunder e from um board at work you know that channel oh board at work yeah yeah he was on here we had a great no time wait, cool yeah um let me think about this who else has been here Ooh. i don't think i know any of your other guests that you've had on the show yet okay i've had some really interesting people um and the one i'm gonna uh, preview to or premiere tonight his name is aaron leong and that was cool. a great conversation great conversation I, I i have a great conversation with everybody but i just wasn't expecting that one to be so great we have so much in common and that's why i like doing this podcast because i get to meet new people because you know to to the world no we we don't know each other me and <laughs> me and Chad, we don't know. This is my. This first is our time first ever. time talking. Yeah, so, <laughs> we've been communicating through email this whole time. So tell us about. So well, let me give you a little synopsis of the show. We do want to talk about your YouTube channel. We do, but the people already know about your YouTube channel. So we're gonna go deep. We're gonna deep dive into Shannon Morris. We're gonna find out who cool. that lady is about your family and stuff like that in your background. But we want to start off with your show. I'm gonna link to your channel and everything. So tell us about. Shannon, is the channel called Shannon Morse or Morse Code? Yep. Uh, it's called Shannon Morse. That's the link to mm -hmm. the channel. So okay. I just named it after myself. But I call the show on the channel Morse Code. And it's that. just named after my last name. I felt like it was a good play on the last name as well as uh, the fact that I'm really into like programming and coding and uh, the phonetic alphabet and all that good stuff. I love I'm a that, nerd. I love that play on the Morris code. I mean, it's genius. It was like given to you. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, technically it was by my dad. So yeah. it kind of worked out. And I did look at your channel and you have a lot of super technical stuff on there with like cybersecurity yeah. and stuff like that. So I might be kind of, you know, checking in with you from here and there because I'm all over the web in a messy, very, very, very messy way. <laughs> that happens to the best of us, right? Like we've all started our accounts and our platforms long, long ago. And back in the day, they didn't give us a lot of the security and privacy options that 
legally they have to give us now. Mm. So if you weren't already opted into a lot of this stuff, oftentimes you have to like go into your settings for all your different accounts and then make sure that you're updated. So I usually do like a yearly audit of all of my accounts online just to make sure I know what's going on, make sure that none of the passwords were leaked or breached or anything and make sure that two-factor authentication is turned on. And then I'm good to go. But oh, about man. once a year, I'll, I'll go through and make sure everything is good. I'm so bad about that two-factor authentication <laughs> because it, it's, it's no. great. It works, right? Until we can't you be may have changed your number or changed the password somewhere or can't get into the account that was the second factor. <laughs> yeah. Because that has happened to me on too many doggone cages. So, yeah. Uh, that has happened to me, too. I need like, to I, I, I changed my phone number and I lost... I had to like remake a couple of accounts. It uh, sucked. It was bad. I think my first encounter with that was this probably was around 2015 or so, maybe even 16. I got locked out of my Flickr account through Yahoo because they were, you know, together. Oh, no. And I, I don't know how I got locked out, but I ended up having to just abandon my Flickr account. And I had all my pictures on that platform. Like every picture was on Flickr. And it was a life oh. lesson for me. And, um, I had to go the whole getting locked out thing. I re it didn't, it never got resolved. I ended up just ma making a completely new Yahoo account. There's nobody to talk to at Yahoo. Just in case y'all don't know, <laughs> you can't call Yahoo. <laughs> so I ended up getting thumbnails. All my pictures were gone. I ended up getting thumbnails oh. off of my phone that were in a, uh, it was in an app called Flickfolio which was a third party oh. app for Flickr. And it was just thumbnails there. So they weren't very high quality. But that was the only way I was able to salvage uh, somewhat any of those photos there. It was like thousands Ugh. of them. So, yeah. That's make terrible. Sure you, yeah. Yeah. So. I feel for you, man. That's me. You feel for me because you've been through it before? Please tell me you've been through it before. I have. Yeah. I've I've lost a lot of photos from high school, my high school days, because I uh, lost access to accounts. Damn, and man. once I started getting into security and privacy, it gave me a much better like in-depth understanding of how I can protect myself and how I can always have access to my accounts, like always have a backup plan or something. Ah, uh, okay. So, yeah. Okay. So you, you, what you do now was spawn kind of out of necessity and also like vengeance. Yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> totally. <laughs> kind of like a Batman situation, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so when I started with uh, security and privacy stuff, I was on a different channel called Hack5, H-A-K-5, which is still up and running to this day. And I'm still producing videos on that channel. And I still go to hacker cons and, you know, promote the, the YouTube channel at these hacker cons and stuff like that. And um, I ran into these issues when I wanted to learn cybersecurity where people would just online be like rtfm rtfm like oh you don't know the answer like you just need to rtfm and they wouldn't be very helpful and i figured if i'm running into these issues somebody else probably is too right. so i'm gonna figure out the answer and i'm gonna make it really really easy so that's what i did i started creating tutorials mm -hmm. and then i ended up being um the the necessity in cybersecurity for people to go to to get these answers these problems solved they would go to like a google forum and nobody would be helpful for for them or they would leak them to a, a tutorial website that didn't have all the steps actually listed and then they would skip a step and be like well i'm lost i don't know how to fix this thing and then they would find my YouTube channel and be like oh my god i'm so glad you made this video this answered my problem like problem solved and it was just it was out of necessity and it was kind of out of anger. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I was right. Yeah. But thank God for people like you, because you, you kind of struck a chord with me when you said Google forums, because I've had, you know, some issues that I needed to get dealt with with Google or YouTube or something. Yeah. And I'm looking for help. I want to talk to a person. I'm a very tactile individual when it comes to troubleshooting and help. I want to talk to people and yell at them, you know, so. Right. <laughs> but there is no, and I guess Google knows that and they don't want to talk to you. You want to get on the phone and be like, listen, yeah. I got this problem. Hear me out, man. <laughs> hear my, hear my woes. But Google don't play that game. So they send you to the pool of the community and you guys got to, you know, figure it out for yourself. But then there's people like you on YouTube who make these videos that just take away all the pain. And you make it so easy. Yeah. You make everything sound like I could do it. I just told you before we got on here, I'm not a smart guy. 
got all this tech around me. I talk about <laughs> tech all day, but I ain't that smart. <laughs> I doubt that. Okay. I've oh, seen man. your YouTube channel. No, man. It's because I learned through YouTube. It's because of people like you. Because <laughs> of people like hey, man, you. so did I. <laughs> oh, man. I always talk about how YouTube is a university on its own. So, yeah, yeah every pretty much everything I know is, is because of YouTube. So yeah, same. I mean, I didn't go to school for cybersecurity or for t anything technical. I, my my degree is restaurant and hospitality administration. Really? I learned. Yeah, I learned how to own businesses that are specifically tied to restaurants, hotels, casinos, cruise ships, like anything in the hospitality sector is something that I'm trained to do. But I hate it so i ended up not going into it <laughs> isn't that funny how life just works out that way you start out I on a, tra a trajectory and you know I'm, I'm happy for you that you do what you do now because you seem to really enjoy it and just it's just who you are versus I going do, on a yeah. trajectory tra i can't say that word today trajectory that you started on tra and not trajectory yeah tra okay can you do it do it again do it again <laughs> trajectory Word of the day, trajectory. <laughs> and I, I have a sinus infection. It's hard for me to speak. Oh, man, you're doing well today. I'm over here like, <clears throat> trajectory. Oh, coughing and hacking too. Oh, man. But yeah, some people don't jump off of it, though. They just go and then they end up in their, you know, 40s and 50s, kind of miserable and regretful yeah. not to do it. So kudos to you for jumping off. I'm grateful that YouTube ended up being a thing when I graduated from college, because if it wasn't, I probably would be in that scenario, like hating my job, doing something that was like overtime on the weekends, like running a hotel or a restaurant or something. And I just wouldn't enjoy it. Mm -hmm. But YouTube, I started on YouTube in 2008. So I was a really early bird when it comes to producing content and going full time on in this industry. And I'm so glad that I'm doing it. Like I wouldn't change this career for anything. Even if somebody offered me like millions of dollars to stop doing what I'm doing, I'd just be like, no, because I, I love this. It's so much fun. And it gives me so much joy. And I know that it's helpful. So I, I enjoy putting something out there that people can appreciate. That's really good to hear. And from the research I've done on you, you're kind of a big deal. I don't know if no. you know this or not. <laughs> it's oh, interesting God. when I get to talk to you guys. I'm, I, I start, you know, when you see somebody on a YouTube channel, you see them, you see how many subscribers or views or whatever. And, you know, you just don't get really go past that. But when you actually yeah. kind of click on their link their you know, the link that you have, the Morse code link, and you see yeah. your website, it's like, damn, this, this chick done done it. She, <laughs> she's done some <laughs> stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Public speaking and stuff. Tell me about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I am very grateful to all the opportunities I've had over the past decade and almost a half. I'm an old lady and people are still giving me these opportunities and I appreciate it. Um, yeah, public speaking is so much fun. Mm -hmm. um, I am not a good public speaker in front of a live audience. I get very, very nervous. I get a lot of anxiety and I like break out and in a hives or whatever. And mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I get very nervous. So I have to like, sit down and have a, a like put myself in the right mental state before I get on a stage and speak on a topic that I'm supposed to be an expert in. And maybe it's like imposter syndrome or something, but I feel like every time I get on a stage and do it, I get a little bit better at it. Uh -huh. And that's part of the reason why I do it, even though it's so scary for me, <laughs> it's a lot easier for me to get in front of a camera and talk to a camera, even if it's live like this, yeah. like I'm, I'm in my own space. I'm comfortable. I'm in a comfy chair. I'm wearing a hoodie, like I'm not dressed up or anything. And it's it's so much easier. <laughs> but you you put yourself in front of a live audience and you screw up and everybody sees it. And if they're yeah. recording your your talk, they're gonna see that too. And it's just and demos always fail. Like, oh my God, it's super scary. But yeah, I do public speaking about like uh, security topics. I went to uh, VidCon last, no, it was VidSummit. Um, or was it VidCon? It was whichever one happened in the in the fall time. So I went to that last year and had such a blast. And I was able to tell YouTubers about how to protect themselves online, how to protect their identities and how to secure themselves. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, a lot of YouTuber conventions just want to have talks about how to grow on YouTube, how to be famous on YouTube. And they don't really they don't really care about people who come in and give you some kind of technical information about cybersecurity or anything, even though that's extremely important when you start gaining a following. 
um, not just in physical scenarios, like going to conventions and being safe there, but also being safe digitally. So I've also talked a lot at um, anime conventions, which is weird. I know. So you're in cybersecurity ones. Oh, yes. I'm I'm very into we got so much to talk about. I'm not into anime, but what you got there? I, I'm not into <laughs> it. I got a sail- it. It's a Sailor Moon shirt. Man. I, okay. My friend. I, man, I, so much stuff we got to talk about. We might have to do like a four-part series <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> That's <laughs> fine. That- I got nothing on my docket today. We're good. Oh, sweet. What you got in that cup? What you got in there? Coffee. Just coffee? Oh, man. Okay. It's mostly creamer with a little bit of coffee. Okay, you're one of those drinkers. Cool. Okay, so, <laughs> so remind me to go back into the coffee thing because I just quit caffeine for a full week. Today is my full week without caffeine, what? and I want to talk about. I could not do this. that. I, we gonna talk about it. But going back into this public speaking, I did a little bit yeah. of it over a span of four years. Um, so I kind of I feel you. Like I you. You know, you would talk to me in person or watch one of my, one of my videos and think, oh, man, this guy, he's a he's a natural. You know, he just he just has it. No, I don't. <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> That's have how it I feel in front of like, this nope. camera. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ain't nobody here. You know, and I got I get to edit. You know what I'm saying? I'm awesome when yeah, I can edit exactly, myself. Exactly. Exactly. We, we can edit and have control over what we're saying on a camera, exactly. especially if it's pre-recorded, But. Yeah. Not when you're giving a talk. In front of a live <laughs> audience. And if there's more, you know, I've talked in front of anywhere between four and I think somewhere around 3,800 people. And wow. between, between all the numbers, four to 3,800, it was the yeah. same experience. Like I'm sweating on the inside. Ooh. My armpits are just, <laughs> just saturated. <laughs> Ooh, dude. Yeah. It's, it's not a good deal, man. It's that, uh, that, that. That's a tough racket. That's a tough racket. Yeah. But. Yeah. It's scary. <laughs> and people would think that I should be good at it because I used to be in theater growing up. I, mm-hmm. I was a lead in a bunch of the uh, plays that we did in my high school and then going into community. And um, I love acting, but acting is a very different form of being on a stage. And same thing with choir. I'm a soprano and I used to do a lot of singing. I did solos. But again, that's very different from being on a stage and giving a talk because in both of those scenarios, you're memorizing lines mm-hmm. in the in when you're in theater, you're portraying a specific character. So you're getting into a character and portraying that. But when you're giving a talk, you're going on stage as yourself. You're not hiding behind a character or anything like that. And you're not memorizing your lines. You might memorize your slides and like how you're going to um, go from one slide to another or maybe some specific bullet points. but Generally, if you're giving a talk, you don't memorize those lines. So it's a very, very different uh, approach to being on a stage. Who does it come naturally for? I'm not sure. But for me, uh, Roberto is... Blake, he's really? good on stage. Okay. Yeah, so he's, he's amazing. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, I've never met him, but I watched his videos. If you're in YouTube, I don't think you have not seen a Sean Connell, a Robert, oh, yeah. Roberto Blake, and who else is out there? You, you've Daryl Eves. You, you've had to see these guys' videos. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're on YouTube, right? <laughs> so they're so good. They're so good. Get him on here, yeah, because he is a great speaker. Absolutely fantastic speaker. Uh, but before I forget, I got to tell you about this coffee thing. So, are you a heavy caffeine drinker? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. So like, like I'm. Once a day, my family's from the south, <clears throat> so sweet tea is a part of my childhood and a part of my life. And uh-huh. if I don't have sweet tea, I get very hangry. And okay. so I drink sweet tea. I drink coffee. I drink sodas. Like any unhealthy drink, put it in front of me, and I'll drink it. Pretty <laughs> so much. Where are you from? Um, my family is from North Carolina. My mom's side of the family. Okay. And I was actually born in Georgia. But oh, wow. I was okay. a military brat, so moved around a lot. So South, South. And what branch of the military? Yeah, I was in the Army. My dad was. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. But yeah. So me, I usually drink one caffeinated drink in the morning. And it's a, it's a, it's kind of like a nutritional supplement. It's called Spark. It's, it's got caffeine in it, enough for a cup of coffee, probably a little bit more. But it's got a ton of vitamins in it. And I don't know, I was listening to a Joe Rogan clip and this guy said yeah i got off the caffeine for like a month or 90 days or something like that and i felt like i felt terrible but then i started Dang. sleeping better and blah 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 and i was like man i want to sleep good you know <laughs> <laughs> he started telling me about the benefits i said he started telling me like he was talking to me but he started talking about the benefits he was talking to you and antoine he's he talking to my spirit man and i i told my wife i was like i think i'm gonna just not do caffeine for like a week and she was like 
Ooh, okay, I'll do it with you. And that was wow. That was, that's all on her. I did because she did not have that. Is time. some awesome support. Uh, let me tell you, it, it did not go well. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that with your spouse. <laughs> One of y'all has to be caffeinated. You know what I'm saying? You can't be having both of y'all uncaffeinated. Oh my God. I can't imagine me <laughs> and my husband to... trying to do that at the same time. <laughs> yeah, man, it's going to ruin your marriage. Oh, man. But yeah, the first day, both of us were just drained. We did it on a, our a Thursday was the first day. And we did that because she had that day off. And I think she had to go back to work Friday because I, I wanted mm. her to, you know, be able to function, you know. So yeah, I get that. <laughs> for me, I can have an off day and nobody knows unless the camera's on. So, you know, we went the whole weekend just feeling like shit, to be honest with you. And mm -hmm. it was just a bad, I mean, it wasn't a bad weekend, but it was just like, what's wrong with me? And uh, it wasn't until about Sunday. As a matter of fact, Sunday, I felt like I got sick and I realized I didn't yeah. have any of my vitamins. That was my multivitamin that I was taking. And then oh, I did not yeah. have the caffeine boost as well. And I recovered on Sunday evening and Monday and Tuesday was good, were good days. And today I feel great. Today, I'm actually allowed to drink a caffeinated drink. She went straight into the kitchen and started mixing her stuff up. I was like, oh, you're going <laughs> back on the juice? <laughs> so did you drink any caffeine today or are you going to keep it going? Yet. Nothing yet. I don't have an intention on keeping it going. I just want to not be so heavy. Like one a day, I wouldn't yeah. consider it as heavy. But I don't know. Before I jump right back into this thing every day, I want to see if I can manage like a like a one on two off or two on one off kind of thing that way. That's awesome. Cause I wanted to have that real effect. I mean, you probably can't remember the first time you had a Coke or a coffee or something, but I'm pretty oh, no. sure you went through the roof, you know, maybe when you were a kid or something. Yeah. And I want that feeling again, you know, cause we have a tolerance. I want to, I want to, we do have a tolerance. I want yeah. my wings to grow back. <laughs> <laughs> I want to feel I think the I, caffeine. I think I lost that. Well, I, I definitely have like a really high tolerance for caffeine because like every time I drink it, it does nothing like I can fall asleep. No problem. Mm -hmm. I'll sleep through the night like anything. Yeah. But I don't drink caffeine after like 7 p.m. or so. And then I'll go to sleep a few hours later. And that just helps me sleep. Like if I really want <clears> something <throat> to drink, I'll do like green tea or something, something that's caffeine free, but it still tastes good, you know? Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, man, my wife, though, she I didn't know she was as bad as she admitted to me over the week. She was telling me <laughs> I thought she would just drink a cup of coffee in the morning and just go about yeah. her day. Man, she's been out there in those streets. Just she might as well had an IV of caffeine going yeah. through her body. I did not know this. she told me that throughout the day she would drink like a well, you have a Sonic there. You know what Sonic is? So, the oh, yeah. 44 cup. Of oh iced tea. yeah she drinks iced tea but it's got to be unsweet and she's like a tea snob so you know <laughs> she can tell you how old tea is like if it's three hours old or four hours mm -hmm. old she's that kind of tea you, drinker you and, can tell uh, yeah it tastes stale i can't tea is tea especially if it's unsweet i, I ain't even <laughs> rocking with it man <laughs> but then she would tell me she was drinking dr peppers and stuff and i was like man you was doing all this throughout the day and then she went cold turkey so yeah she was way worse off than I was oh yeah yeah I, I can imagine I'd probably be in the same place as her because I drink caffeine all through the day like everything in my refrigerator is caffeinated oh, it's pretty it's probably pretty bad I I drink like two cups of coffee in the morning uh -huh. lately lately I've been drinking three but don't tell anybody okay yeah I feel kind of bad about that I was like ooh, I should <laughs> stop this and then in the afternoon I'll switch to sweet tea or soda i try to not keep sodas in the house because i know that if it's there i will drink it uh -huh. which is a really bad habit so i usually try to stick to the sweet tea gotcha oh man you know what you had no intentions on kicking caffeine before this conversation but in a few days it's just gonna go through your head and you're gonna be thinking hey, <laughs> i'm just gonna try it i'm gonna experiment for a week see what it does <laughs> you're gonna do it because that's what happened to me and then you're gonna get back <laughs> on it of course Oh, man, but my wife, she was in the kitchen this morning mixing it up. She had to have the juice. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't blame her. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going back to it. I, I think I'm going to have some tomorrow. I don't know if it's going to be coffee or my usual spark drink or whatever, but I got to have some. Anyways, I had to tell you about that because you were the first person that I've really told I kicked the caffeine. And it was well, good a, for you, man. It's an experience. It's a ride. You really don't yeah. understand what is going on without it. And you realize it's definitely an addiction. <clears throat> like it's it's really hard to get off of it. And when you do, like you you can feel that cold turkey. Like yeah. you feel it. 
I, I did not know what in effect. One thing I never said I would, or I said I would never try to kick is sugar. I've seen people do these sugar detoxes, and I'm like, why would you do that? Like, that's stupid. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope. Because <laughs> it's not like you're never going to eat sugar again, right? But I've seen people, like, have breakouts, nope. and they're shaking. You know, they're looking like, I got to have it. I got to have it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a terrible ordeal. Why would you put yourself through that, man? That's crazy. I still have candy from Halloween that I'm going through. Are you serious? You know like, it's June, right? Uh-huh. It's yeah. June. Okay. Halloween. I don't care. <laughs> it still tastes good. What kind of candy though? Are we talking chocolates? Oh, we talking? Can I tell you? So I love Pez. Do Pez you? candies? Okay. Not the dispensers necessarily, because those are a pain in the butt. Yeah. I just like the little pieces of Pez, and I found a local store that sells them in five pound bags. <laughs> I'm so excited. I bought two. <laughs> Come on now, Shannon. Man. <laughs> I'm so excited. Five I love pound Pez. bags of Pez? Mm-hmm. Okay. Pez is good. This was supposed to be just a podcast, a little casual conversation, but I need you to introduce yourself as Shannon. <laughs> Hi, I'm Shannon. My name I is Shannon. I have an addiction to Pez. <laughs> yes. Thank you for having me today. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dang, five pound bags of Pez, but is it? It's just all unwrapped, just... The candy? Yeah, it's all unwrapped. It's like from from the distributor or whatever. Wow. So they just like pour it into a giant bag and sell it that way. So that you know what that means? It just means that there are more of you out there because they had uh-huh. to have the demand for, you know, to have this. We Damn. are people. <laughs> oh, man, that's something. Pez, huh? I even I even had a talk recently on a live stream I did for my my Patreon supporters, and we were talking about like all the weird stuff we used to eat when we were kids. And I was like, did anybody out there also eat tang? And like the chat room went kind of silent. And I was like, oh, was that too weird? Am I the only weird one? And then a few people <laughs> chimed in, and they were like, no, I ate tang too. And I was like, okay, I'm not the only one. Oh, so now okay. I have a Tang tribe. <laughs> a Tang tribe, man. I have the Tang tribe. But Hashtag you, Tang tribe. What? You know you're disclosing your age right about now, though, right? I know. Yeah. <laughs> so for anybody yeah. out there who knows what Tang is, you're awesome. For those of you who don't, you just you're missing out. Tang was just, just what it is. It was a thing. It, like when I was a kid, we would have like bags of Tang that we would take to school with us, so uh-huh. we could eat it on the bus. Man, like the little Ziploc bag. <laughs> Yeah, what this do, little like, zip the, the dip. What's that dip stuff with the little stick? What was that called? Oh yeah, I don't remember what it was called. So, um, but that's how but, you did it. Yeah. Oh, well, man. I didn't have a stick or anything, so I just used my finger, and then my finger would get all orange. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> doing that. I'm pretty sure I did it with Kool Aid, though. I, I I don't remember doing it with Kool Aid, but I can. That's something I would definitely do with Kool Aid. It was really tasty. Oh, One of my man. friends tried to sniff Tang, and that did not end up so well. That's one way to get in your system. <laughs> Take it straight to the head, man. This conversation got weird, didn't it? I know. That escalated quickly. <laughs> Hello. I'm the first lady on your channel. <laughs> Talking oh, about man. sniffing tank. <laughs> Dang. Is, um, is Pez like, is that a childhood thing? Or did you start liking it recently? You discovered how much you like the Pez? Or did you ha- do you have a favorite candy? And then Pez just came along. Oh, gosh. Um, Well, my favorite candy when I was a kid was Skittles. That was always my favorite. But I think, I don't know who who or where or when Pez came into the picture. Never really thought about it. But it was always kind of a thing. Like, anytime I saw it at the candy store, I would always buy, like, that nice little 12-pack of the wrapped Pez. Mm -hmm. And I would just savor it. I loved it so much. Oh, and now I find these five pound bags at the local store. And I was just like, this is, <clears throat> this is heaven. So this is a dream Pez come dealer? true. Who's your Pez dealer? Who's what's the name of this store? You get these five pound kilos of, of it's Pez a place. <laughs> it's a place called rocket fizz. Rocket and fizz. yeah, they, they don't have it in stock all the time. So anytime I go in there, I always ask, Oh man, like, y'all got Pez. <laughs> That's this is so interesting, man. You're making me have so many questions. Because <laughs> it's such an interesting candy. Because, you know, I think I have a candy addiction, but it kind of just varies. Right now, mm-hmm. it's uh, airheads. I, I walk oh. around, like today on podcast days or video shoot days, I don't shoot every day. But I always have to make sure I don't eat airheads because they turn my mouth like blue or red or green. Mm-hmm. And I remember one yeah. day I was getting ready to shoot a video and I said, okay, I'm going to eat a green one. I'm going to eat one of these like white ones, you know, the mystery deal. 
And then I said, okay, I just, I'm going to eat a green one because that might not stain my tongue. And then I get in front of the, the computer, start editing the video, and I'm just, ah, oh, no. my green-ass tongue just sitting here. I'm like, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, airheads, it's an addiction for me, man. And That's we buy so them. Fun. That's why I don't drink wine when I'm recording because I like red wine, uh-huh. but it always makes my teeth look gross. So. Oh, yeah, it does. The, the red <laughs> no wine. podcasts after wine. Yeah. Huh. I didn't even think about that. But, yeah, you got to be careful. And, you know, mm-hmm. being on video all the time, you know, I've been doing this since 2016. And I still fumble the ball, you know, like with the green uh, tongue thing. Like, you think something you do for a living, you would be good at it to check yourself prior. You know, I'll have stuff hanging from a beer like lunch or something like that. <laughs> I still do that. And, you know, four or five years in. So. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, That's man. why I only record like a couple of days per week because uh-huh. I have to do the makeup and the hair uh, and I have to make sure my nails look good and all this stuff, especially if I'm like showing technical stuff like a device close up or something with my hands. Yeah. I always try to make sure my hands look good, too. Oh, but like there's some days that I just have to get a video out and I haven't done my nails, haven't done my hair. I'll put on like some eyeliner and that's about it and just be like, well, if people think I look tired, they then they will ha- have to think I look tired. Oh, I have people comment on my nails all the time because I'll have like dirt under my nails or something. It, I build computers. Like I build computers. I play with soldering stuff. I I do all sorts of things with my hands. Uh-huh. So sometimes they'll look nasty and people will be like, why didn't you get a pedicure? And I'll be like, why didn't you pay for it? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I, I've had plenty of comments on my nails. It almost makes me a little self-conscious. My nails grow super fast and super thick, but I'm a man's man's. I'm always in the yard, like, you know, digging up stuff mm-hmm. or got charcoal. On. I, like I'll have the barbecue pit going. I'll show the, shoot a video, but then I got charcoal under my nails. Oh and yeah. Like, crap. It's there. They're going to have to see this. And sure mm-hmm. enough, somebody will show up in the comments like, dude, what's up with your nails? I haven't even paid attention to the video. I can't stop looking at your nails. <laughs> like, I don't get it. I, I used to have a co-host who always had dirt under his nails. Always. Mm-hmm. Every single video. And he usually had like some scars, maybe some blood on his knuckles or something. Like, he was a hard worker and he had kids. Uh-huh. People never commented on his nails or his hands. They would always comment on mine, though. Oh. And I'd just be like, what is up with this double standard? Like... I don't know if it's a double standard, so but fair. maybe they felt like his were just part of the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, you it's might like be right, actually. <laughs> uh, do you guys have children? No, no, no children. Ca- unless you count the fur babies. We have fur babies. Oh, what, what kind of fur babies you got? I have a dog. Her name is Sookie. Okay. She's, we just found out that she's like a husky pit bull terrier, uh, black lab, like a, a mix of things. So you have one of these tests she's, done? Yeah. Okay. Well, she's she's like sixty pounds and uh, two years old, so she's still like wild and crazy, and she yeah. talks a lot. But she's she's great. I love her to death. She's so fun. And then I have two cats. One is Luna. She's a little black cat. Um, she looks just like the kitty from Sailor Moon, so that's mm-hmm. why she has the name Luna. Okay. She showed up on my front porch one day, and she adopted us. We didn't adopt her. And then I have a cat named Starbuck, not named after the coffee, even though I love Starbucks. She was <laughs> named after. Battlestar Galactica. Ah, Just putting that out there. So okay. nobody makes the mistake. Her name is not Starbucks. It's Starbucks. Oh, Starbuck. One buck. Yes. Like Kara <laughs> Thrace. Okay. From BSG. All One right. of the best sci-fi shows ever. Just, just putting that out there. Okay. Yeah. Starbucks a calico cat. She's very talkative and she's kind of chonky and I love her. They're so cute. Cool. Well, I love my animals. You do have children. Um, I did not realize how closely related pets are to children i have a child i have one he's 21 so you know the early he's 21 he's he's out he's out of the house you know he's in college right now um but we got a dog 18 months ago his name is raylan and he's a giant schnauzer and at this point he's 18 months and he's 100 pounds and he is a full-blown child i mean we're talking (laughs) from medical to care the grooming the the, yeah. the talking the being in your face when you don't want him in your face like you know you pick up the phone and they're you know how kids are anybody who has you know small children you know your kids don't want nothing to do with you until you get on the phone mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's when he wants to start barking or picks up his little squeak toy it comes up to you hey play with me and i'm like get the hell out of here dude <laughs> that happens to my my sister with my nieces and 
little nephew. Like the nieces will run up to her every time I'm on the phone with her and they'll be like, Bob, Bob, can you put Elsa and Frozen and blah, blah, blah. And she's just like, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. And 10 minutes prior, they didn't want anything to do with her. Yeah. They didn't. No, know no. Yeah. It wasn't until her attention was somewhere else. And then they're like, yep. hey, Ma. <laughs> oh, man. And my dog is very, um, I don't even know what the word is. I'm sure there's plenty of them out there. But when I like if somebody comes to the front door, of course. He wants to know who's up there. And a lot of oh, times yeah. it's my neighbor and she has a dog. And one time, <laughs> one time she's, she has a lot of trouble with this dog. So one time I stepped out, just kind of help her with him, you know, teach her some, you know, some training kind of stuff. Raylan happened to see this going on outside the window. And he saw me with this leash and another dog and he just lost it. He's, he's oh, scratching no. and barking, running from one window at the end of the house to the other. And I said, okay, Nancy, we need to take this, you know, away from the house because he can see us. So we took it away and I stayed gone for like 20, 30 minutes. And I came back and Raylan was so pissed at me. He actually was mad. He, if he could actually speak English, it would have sounded a lot like this. Hey, man, what was you doing? I saw you with that dog. <laughs> Oh. You had a leash and everything, so don't try to deny it. <laughs> oh, he was jealous. He was so jealous. He gets very, very jealous of me. Uh, yeah, he wow. doesn't want me with any other dogs. And it can be a problem because he's a big fella. So, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, they're they're like his. You have, what, three or four? I have three. You got three, three kids. Three fur babies. Those are three kids. There's not fur babies. Those are straight up children because they, yeah, they are just like them. Oh, <laughs> With is, all the training we had to put our dog through, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, you sent him off to training? No, we had a trainer come in. He did two sessions with us because she mm. was demand barking and she thought she was the leader of the pack. Mm. So we had this guy come in and he was like, oh, yeah, she's not respecting you. Like, this okay. is how you gain her respect and this is how you continue to have her respect. And he basically taught us, like you need to growl at her and you need to show her that you're the dominant force in the house. And we were like, Oh, that's cool. And it, none of it was like physical. Like we never hit her or anything like that. Like nothing like that. You just, you do it with the tone of voice and yeah. you do it with your stance. Like you stand up big and then you growl at her and then she recognizes like, Oh, I need to be paying attention. I think we really need to hear this growl. Like, can you demonstrate the growl? <laughs> Here, let me see if I can do it. I, I have had a sinus infection, so I'll try. Okay. Um. <clears throat> that was good. That I'll was go good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So once you start growling at her, she knew you meant business. Yeah. And changed her attitude. Yeah, and okay. then she she pays attention because then she's like, oh right, all right <laughs> you're the, you're the leader of the pack. I'm gonna take that advice home with me. I'm trying it out with Raylan. So can you do it's it the weirdest thing. Let me, let, yeah. me, let me hear it one more time. <laughs> Suki. <laughs> oh, man. I'm growling him just like that. Oh, boy. So you're in Colorado right now, though, right? I am, yeah. So what Yeah, I just you... moved here in 2020. So my mom's, fa my mom's family <laughs> is from North Carolina, but um, I was born in Georgia, and my dad had joined the military, so we moved around the country. Mm. So, like, I've lived in, I never lived in North Carolina, but I mm. go out there and stay with family, like, once a year mm -hmm. um, just to visit visit everybody, keep close contact with everyone. Um, coolest places I lived were probably Alaska. I lived there when I was a kid. What and part? and then we just moved around, like, the Midwest, so, some Midwestern towns. I grew up in Missouri mostly. That's where he retired from the military. Mm -hmm. And then I uh, GTFO'd as soon as I possibly could after college. And I moved to Virginia. That's when I started podcasting on Hack 5. Mm -hmm. And then eventually I moved way over to the other coast to San Francisco. And that's where like my opportunities really opened up as a YouTuber. And then eventually I married my husband. We had been dating for past eight years actually our anniversary was uh yes two days ago hey, <laughs> our anniversary was two days ago so we've been married for eight years uh we moved out here bought our first home and i decided to go fully independent do all my own shows and i built a studio in the basement so that's what you see behind me sweet that's your basement yeah 
Yeah, this is my basement. Wow. It used to be un- it was unfinished when we moved in and I we we chose to buy buy this house in particular because yeah. of the size of the basement and the high ceilings. Yeah, so, I like got it finished, paid for that. Yeah, yeah. Did all the investment work on on just building it out and then created a like whole studio. So I have like my editing rig in front of me where I'm recording this. And then I have a whole set over here where I have three different um, sets that I can do shows on. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a top down camera. All my lighting is installed in the ceiling. And then I have a whole other space on the other side of the basement because it, it, it extends. It goes that way quite wow, far. That is a big space. <laughs> And I have a bunch of like storage areas for like additional lights and stuff and extra computer parts, whatever. So I have a, like a whole section where I can just build on stuff and make things. No, it looks great. It actually looks like you were in the house. And I, I'm guessing it's because of the high ceilings. And then you have the the uh, the depth, you know, the, yeah. the dimension with the different angles and stuff. That Man, y'all did a good job. Wow. Thank you. I'm so, very proud of it. I love my space. You should be. So you mentioned you lived in Alaska. What part? Fairbanks. Fairbanks. In the middle. It's right smack dab in the middle of the state. Because Alaska is huge. And the reason why I ask is because that's one of my favorite places in the world. Uh, We actually got married there. Or we we went on a cruise and got married in front of a glacier, Hubbard Glacier. No way. That's so cool. It was super cool. And uh, we got to see Ketchikan, Skagway, a little bit of Anchorage, and a couple other places. And when I went there, I was like, wow, there is a God, you know, <laughs> like I just started looking around like, man, like I'm in Texas. So there's a lot of country here, you know. Oh, yeah. But it's not like Alaska, <laughs> you know, where I lived in San Antonio <laughs> as well when I was a kid. Oh, cool. OK. Lack- is that? No, that's Air Force. Um, I forget what's in San Antonio, what base. But um, I-, I don't know. In Alaska, though, it's just it's just different. I mean, if I don't even know how to it's just breathtaking. And so it is, is Colorado. So what part of Colorado yeah. do you live in? I'm in Denver now. Okay. That's a right in, expensive Like place I'm in to live, suburbia, huh? Denver. <laughs> okay. But is, is that an expensive place to live? Um, well, I came from San Francisco. So in that matter of speaking, <laughs> no. Okay. Um, it's a lot less expensive. We couldn't afford to buy a house in San Francisco. So we gotcha. were kind of pushed out. We had to move because mm. both me and my husband are like middle income. So we had to move out of there. Um, so to me, I don't think it's as expensive but it's still a lot more pricey than the places that i lived in growing up yeah. like i I'm, i was mostly from missouri like that's the biggest place from my childhood so i'm used to like really cheap rentals yeah. <laughs> really inexpensive milk gas was super cheap like everything was cheap in missouri out here not so much uh, especially coming from san francisco god yeah i can only imagine like thinking oh it's only this much (laughs) everybody else is thinking it's expensive (laughs) i was looking at houses out here when we were thinking about buying and i would walk into these like beautiful big homes and i'd be like why are we looking at this it's probably 1.2 million dollars oh my god Mm -hmm. we can't afford that and then they'd be like no this one's uh four hundred thousand and i'd be like what (laughs) really (laughs) no way yeah yeah which is still still pricey home but way more affordable than 1.2 million dollars <laughs> yeah i mean even here a lot of of course you know about people just coming from cali and, and even new york to yeah. here and they'll you know end up getting like a half million dollar home for what would be worth i don't know probably two and a half you know in somewhere in yeah. cali but that's still like for a texan that's a lot to me <laughs> yeah because <laughs> I'm, I'm still stuck in the olden days of where you can get a house for like 160k you know a good house yeah <laughs> That's what my mom's house was like that. Yeah. Like she, the house I grew up in was one of those kind of houses, yeah. like huge home. She had, you know, a bedroom for each of us kids and then a master bed for her and her and her husband, my, my dad. And then we had like a, a whole first floor with a living room. And we had one of those front rooms mm. that houses used to have Yeah, at a separate dining room. Like, like what, room? what is yeah. this? So <laughs> weird. She had like an acre of land, like all this crazy stuff for, less than two hundred thousand dollars and nowadays nah well no you way. can't really count this year the the whole 2022 thing <laughs> this That's is an true. anomaly i'm glad year. that we moved in 2020 because we bought the house right before the housing market shot up mm-hmm. and the interest rates went down so we were able to refinance the very first year that we bought the house and get oh. a really really low interest rate and we had a good price on the house yeah, so we got very lucky we refinanced in 2020 and got a great rate 
And yeah. uh, man, I was thinking everything was going to be all right. And here we are. And, you know, full disclosure, I just bought a rental property uh, in March. Nice. And, Congratulations. Well, I don't know. Thanks. But <laughs> <laughs> it is not hey, real estate is good. Me. That's a good way to earn some additional income. But I bought it right in the beginning of this craziness. So it's not like, you know, I'm cash flowing a ton of money and the house is, you know, relatively small at a really high price. And I'll just throw mm -hmm. it out there. The house is worth $285,000. It is a 1,475 foot square foot house. I know you see wow. your face. Yeah. That's what it's worth. I didn't buy it for that much because I had to fix it up. I had to put 30K into it to fix it. But wow. Wow. It was when I saw those numbers, I was like, man, is this even going to work out? But it did. But good. like I said, my head is still stuck in those stone ages of, you know, getting a good house for under 200 K because that's what we bought yeah. our house from for. But <laughs> it's just you can't do that no more. Those days are gone. It was it was pretty scary choosing to move to a new state. Right. This um, I don't know if YouTube will hate us for saying what the thing that was happening for the past three years and is still currently happening, the, the mech, I'll call it, um, oh. when that was first starting, it was really scary moving out here because, like, everything was closed. I didn't know if, like, stores would be open for me to, like, buy furniture for the home, which mm -hmm. they weren't. I had to buy most of my stuff online and wait six months. So, like, we didn't have we had a mattress but we didn't have a bed so like we were sleeping on a mattress on the floor for a long time mm -hmm. <laughs> and and thank god that i chose to pack all my leftover toilet paper like all the oh. extra rolls that i had went from our rental in california and i used it as like packing material to save money on bubble wrap mm -hmm. so i had like toilet paper rolls in boxes surrounding like nice glass things or like a monitor or whatever Man. so i'm opening these boxes and i was like oh my god hallelujah we got another roll of toilet paper yay <laughs> like oh my god i found paper towels yeah like it was very exciting unboxing all this stuff <laughs> Man, i forgot about that whole toilet paper thing golly yeah we couldn't find toilet paper i was like what the heck man okay so you've moved everywhere in the states and have you moved out of state or out of the states before no. Not, not Never lived overseas. What I want to get into next is more of a personal thing because this is this is this is part of my life. I want to move to Portugal so bad. You know, I've had the conversation with my wife time and time again, and you know we're edging towards it. But you, being a military uh, uh, army brat, you've moved all over the place, so it's already instilled in you to just pack up your stuff and go set up shop somewhere else. That was relatively yeah. easy for you right what about your husband um him not so much he grew up in the same place like his entire childhood and uh -huh. moving out with me like deciding to live together in a completely different state in california mm -hmm. san francisco that was a big change for him gotcha. so yeah i i'm used to it like i'm very militarized when it comes to packing and getting ready for a move like very organized nothing gets damaged nothing gets missing like nothing gets stolen because i know how to do it at this point uh -huh. very very militarized but oh I, my I husband totally not so much. i totally get it and understand it and i haven't moved since 2000 or moved out of like an area since 2001 when i moved here from north carolina that's when i got out of the marine corps and uh wait what part moorhead and have like, oh. the coastal area, like the nothing yeah. part of <laughs> North Carolina. <laughs> so do you know, do you know Topsail Island? No, I never heard of well, that. It's near Wilmington. I know where Wilmington is. Top okay. No, I never Topsail heard. Island. Yeah. It's a, it's a small island. It's one of those coastal islands. Uh, okay. It's where I go every summer. Oh man. I, I could not wait to get away from that place between Moorhead, <laughs> Havelock, New Bern, and yeah, Wilmington. And yeah, there was just, it was just like this cluster of cities that like, I never, ever wanted to return to ever again in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and when I think about it, I start getting like this darkness coming in the room. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it was, it was just not good. But uh, so, so you're thinking about moving, huh? Yeah, well, we kind of made a pact. Uh, I believe it was, wait a minute, we built our pool in 2020. 2020. Yeah, we okay, so we installed the pool in 2020. And the reason I bring this up is because we made a pact that because we built the pool, we have to at least enjoy it for 10 years and then we could leave. So 
we're, we're a year and a half, two years into this enjoyment of the pool. And I want to keep reminding my wife that you said this, you said we could leave. Cause I know my wife, she'll be like, Oh, what? I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Cause we didn't write it down. We didn't do the blood pact or nothing. So I just keep bringing it up every once in a while. Like, look, you know, I, I want to go to Portugal. I don't, I don't have to die there. You know, I don't have to live there until we're old and decrepit, but I want to move to a different country and experience their culture and be a part of their culture, yep. you know, for an extended amount of time, five, maybe seven years or so. If we stay, we like it that much. We stay, but at least we got out there and became a part of something else, you know, I yeah. try different foods, try different stuff, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I love traveling overseas. It's one of my favorite things to do. I never had the opportunity to do that when I was growing up. My my family is fairly low income. I mean, military income. Yeah. And we only had my dad bringing in money to the household. My mom was a stay-at-home mom, mm-hmm. so she didn't have any income for her own. Um, so he never took us overseas. We We would only take road trips to go see family, and that was about it. Like, no Disneyland, no Disney World, like nothing yeah. like that. So... Now that I'm older, um, it was kind of a pact that I made to myself. I was like, every two years or so, I want to go overseas somewhere, whether it's for work or for a personal trip. And if it's for work, I'm going to extend it by a few days so I can just discover Enjoy. something new. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, I decided to learn Japanese when I was in college. So I know how I know basic Japanese mm-hmm. so I can speak it and write and um, understand, like, I can read some of it. So that's very useful for going to Japan, by the way, if you ever go there. And I think that's good that you want, you said every two years you want to go overseas. Yeah, every two. It gives me plenty of time to save up. And that way I can just, like, really enjoy myself. And it gives me lots of time to plan. Mm -hmm. So that's what I've been doing. Um, The pandemic kind of screwed that up. But since my husband and I started dating and then we got married, um, we've been trying to do that. So I've been to like Italy, Germany. Um, I was supposed to go to the UK in 2020, but that got canceled. Mm-hmm. And we've been to Japan twice. Where else did I go? I feel like there was. Some- oh, and we went to um, Tahiti. You know what? It just hit me. That went smooth over my head. You just said you celebrated your eight year anniversary. Yeah. Of dating, like your whole relationship or marriage? Marriage. So eight year marriage anniversary on what day? June 14. Why? Get out of here. We celebrated our ninth year on June 8th. What? No yeah, way. Man. Yeah. We're, wow. What do you call that? We're like uh, anniversary buddies now? Or <laughs> That's so that cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, man, that flew right over my head when you first said it. And I was like, man, we're still in June. Yeah. Okay. So that's super cool. And y'all been together wow. for, wait a minute, married for eight. And how long y'all yep. been together? Let's see. Married for eight. Um, we were engaged before that for two years, and then we were dating for two years. So we've been together for 12, 12. years. Damn, same here. So we got together in 2010. She just couldn't, okay. you know, keep, stay away from me. She had to have me. I'm, you know, There's <laughs> a whole story behind it. She just had to have me. <laughs> but yeah, 12 years later, uh, but it's our uh, ninth anniversary. Well, this past, wow. this past uh, June 8th. That is super that's, cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Is there a reason yeah, why we, y'all picked that day? Uh, yes, because it's easy to remember because it was June 14, 2014. Okay. So he has no excuse. He can never forget. Okay. I think that's the thing with women because that's why my wife picked the, the day we got married is because my birthday is May 8th and her birthday is October 8th. Oh, <laughs> and smart. we wanted to get married in June so we could go to Alaska at a time where it wasn't frozen over. So that's yeah. why it's in June. Yeah. So- Damn, that's that is super cool. I didn't know we had that in common. So you don't know till you talk to people. <laughs> I know. That's awesome. Um, now here comes a part of the podcast where I haven't done it in the most recent ones, but I gotta bring this back. I need you to pull out your smartphone. Okay. Which one? Oh God. <laughs> because that was a question I was gonna ask you. What kind of phone do you use? Is it Android? Uh, uh, Apple? All of the above. No. <laughs> I have an iPhone 12 Pro Max that I use mostly okay. just for cameras. Okay. Um, I use it as an additional f- camera in my studio. Um, I hate that operating system. I hate it so much. Right now, I am running with a Pixel 6 Pro okay. and my S22 Ultra. That's what's up. Those are my, those are my daily phones. And that's because I have two phone numbers uh, for security and privacy reasons, obviously. 
it's also very useful whenever I'm doing like security and privacy tutorials or operating system tutorials to have both of those. Oh man, we're going to have to delve into that, but I need you to pull out your main phone, like your go-to phone. Okay. Um, I think that would be the S22 ultra. I was hoping you say that. That's what's up. Well, that's, that's unite. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Now, I need you to open it up to YouTube and I want you to tell me the first three videos on your YouTube feed. Ooh, and you can't, okay. you can't be, you know, fast scroll. You got to tell me what they are. And if you can, I want to see it on the camera. Okay. I'm not even refreshing. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy, I think this, this is, is so good. weird. <laughs> That's right. how you really get to know somebody. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I don't watch that much tech on YouTube, actually. Okay. I do most of my tech stuff on Twitter yeah, or podcasts. Okay. So <laughs> the first one is called the candle channel. The candle channel? Like candle yeah, the making? candle. Here, I'll. Let me see. I'll focus on it. There you go. The candle channel. It's this guy who does these really in-depth reviews of Bath and Body Works candles. Okay, so you you've watched this before, is what you're telling. Hell yeah. Me. Ah. Hell yeah. He's amazing. I love his reviews. I have I have a candle collection. Uh -huh. Okay. Okay. I am all about that. What we and got then. There next? I also watched this girl. Her name is Amy. Amy's Crypt. Haunted she does. London. So she goes to haunted places and mm -hmm. she does uh, investigations and she does really good investigations. So I love watching her stuff. She's from Australia. So she has this beautiful accent. So are we talking like haunted places like, uh, you know, just like old warehouses and stuff? And she just kind of looks yeah. for spirits and stuff or what? Yeah, yeah. So oh, she's she's always invited to them. So the the people that own these haunted places, haunted, whether you you're skeptic or not, yeah. um, she will go in. They will lock the doors so nobody else is invited in, and she'll do an overnight stay where she tours through the facility. Um, she will use all sorts of different equipment to hopefully pick up some kind of spirits, whether that's vocal or something like audible or try to pick up some kind of visual thing she's gotten some really interesting stuff and sometimes it's sometimes it's very very intriguing oh man i'll bet <laughs> i'll bet <laughs> <laughs> all right oh, what's man. the third one so roberto blake he has a poll apparently available okay. right now so he shows up on my page which that is also counts. quite interesting i should do some more polls if they're showing up on the home page Seriously. Uh, they, and then right after well. that, we have channel makers. All right. And that makes sense right there. I've watched those guys too. Okay. Yeah, so you're into really good. Ca candle making and candle reviews and like <laughs> spirits and haunted yes. Ouija board kind of stuff. Okay. All right. See, this is how you get That's to a know lot somebody. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get to know somebody for real. You see what's in their YouTube feed. It's true. Yeah. And like sometimes I'll have... um hollow taco shows up a lot because nail polish reviews i like those uh -huh. and anime lots okay. of anime stuff shows up too now school me on anime because i know zero about it i, I just you don't you know, know. i've seen oh cartoons okay about anime. so i'm obsessed okay let's get that out of the way um one of the other reasons we bought this house is because i wanted a spare bedroom for my sailor moon collection so i have a entire room upstairs wait a minute dedicated to sailor moon sailor moon like sailor yes. navy sailor yeah sailor exactly moon s-a-i-l-o-r last last word is moon m-o-o-n and if you look ah. up sailor snubs on youtube you can find my youtube channel dedicated to sailor moon sailor snubs i think i saw mm -hmm. that now it's gonna be in my feed you know this is it, gonna be my thing. feed now don't that, judge that's me too you. hard that this is your channel right here <laughs> yeah Get out of here. I would have never known yeah. that. Well, yeah, that's oh, me. yeah. Okay. I see your thing on the, uh, your, your face. Get out of here. You have a whole nother channel. Oh, man. <laughs> Get out of here. I have, yeah. So I have the Hack 5 channel where I do a security and privacy news show. That's called ThreatWire, which uh -huh. is where the backdrop comes from behind me. And then I have Morse code for my tech channel. I have okay. Sailor Snubs, which is my Sailor Moon vertical. And then I have a travel channel called Shannon Travels the World, uh, which I just started. I have not advertised and I barely have any subscribers on there, but that's just where I'm posting all my old vlogs. Okay. So how many channels is that? Four? Yeah, four. 
All right. New questions. New. Well, I, I still <laughs> want to be. I still want to be schooled on anime. Well, we might have to do that. Oh my god, so many questions, so little time. Now here we go with the personal <laughs> stuff again. This is coming from a personal space. How is it managing four channels? Uh, it's a lot. I I work almost every single day. Ugh. It's really really hard. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to keep up. Um, I I actually experienced some really bad burnout in January, and I'm pretty sure I got COVID too. Mm -hmm. So that didn't help. Um, I got really exhausted, had lack lack of motivation, lots of like depression, and I was just dealing with a lot. And um, it's been really tough for me to get back into having the motivation to post a lot of my tech reviews and tech channel. Yeah. So now I have a huge backlog. I'm I'm. I've been doing it a lot more lately. Um, it's hard. Luckily with Hack 5, I only have to post one video a week. Mm -hmm. And that's a very coordinated, very organized show. It's really, it's it's pretty easy for me to hit the mark and get it done in a one day period of time. Mm -hmm. And then I try to do bulk recording and bulk editing days for all of my other stuff. And that helps me organize a lot. So like with my tech channel i try to do two to three videos a week which obviously i have not been hitting because of that lack of motivation and burnout mm -hmm. um but i'll i'll write like four segments in a day and then record four videos in another day and then edit all four of those the day after that just so i have like i don't have to put on the hair and makeup every day or anything like that gotcha. this say this whole sailor moon thing i feel like i have missed out there's so much out there i feel like i've missed out on a whole entire life because I just saw how much content is out there on Sailor Moon. So how old is Sailor Moon? Like when uh, did so it come Sailor out? Moon started in Japan in 1992. So Some it's bitch. now, <laughs> now it's considered vintage. Are you serious? Are they yeah. still making new shows? Yes, they are. The original anime aired in 1992. Um, and that, that anime is 200 episodes long. And there's also three movies that were yeah. released in the 90s. And then in the 2010s, um, the company that originally did Sailor Moon, they came back and they said, hey, we're going to remake the show, turn it into a shorter format, but it's still going to con consist of the same type of energy, same kind of topics. It's just, it's just a reimagining of the same storyline. That's called Sailor Moon Crystal. And they released a movie... Um, I think that was last year, last last year in the summertime called Sailor Moon Eternal. Mm -hmm. And that's on Netflix. So you can watch them. You can watch all that stuff. The whole world of anime. I'm telling you, it's a it's a world of anime that I know nothing about. And I feel so left out because it's <laughs> it's been out for so long. Like, where do I jump in? <laughs> I'm definitely like really, really like hardcore into Sailor Moon. Love it. Like I have that collection room. I've probably invested uh the amount that a car is worth, like a Tesla in real? my Sailor Moon collection. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I, will, I love Sailor Moon. Like, that's what I spend my money on, that and traveling. <laughs> I wonder, I don't it's, know if I've ever gotten into anything that much. I don't really collect anything it's except insane. gear. Uh, one, yeah. one of my guests, he told me he had gas. It's gear acquisition syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> And I like when, that. That's when I first figured out I have a condition, you know, because I have sass. I have Sailor Moon acquisition syndrome. Okay, gas is sass. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I just collect. I don't. I don't really collect things. I just buy gear, you know, just different yeah. gear. And I've actually slowed down a lot, but I can't think of anything I've really been that deep into. And now I'm starting to feel like something's wrong with me. Like I need to have a passion of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> well, my husband's the same way. He don't he don't have like some kind of crazy collection like I do. Um, if I think anything, we're the weird ones. I he's think... into video games. He's really into video games and like computers and stuff like that. So that's his thing. Okay. But you don't really collect video games. Like you might download yeah. them on your PS4 or something or yeah. PS5. But I don't know. It's it, it feels a little different to me. It is different because I, I see how people can get into a game. Like I know there are some Red Dead Redemption purists out there that, that just play online oh, yeah. all the time. I'm not that guy, you know. I don't know what I'm. Something's wrong with me. Could I be a serial killer? <laughs> like <laughs> like so, maybe you are. You don't have a real hobby. Are you a serial killer? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> golly! Now you got me thinking. I might need to go talk to somebody. <laughs> 
<laughs> Go see a therapist. Be like, should I be collecting anime? Yes, I gotta collect something. I gotta. They're gonna yeah. be like, what? Besides, some people theater. are really into like Funko Pops, those little pop characters that I've you can seen. buy at like GameStop, a Hot Topic, and stuff. Um, I've seen those things. You know, when there's I some folks those? that are obsessed with Disney. They got like whole collection rooms for Disney. I've seen those. But when I found out about the Funko Pops was through Lamar Wilson. You know who that is? Oh yeah, I know yeah. Lamar. I we both uh we do guest hosting on a show called daily tech news show it's really? one of my friends podcasts yeah i want to interview him so bad oh really oh yes. well maybe he, i can uh get y'all connected <laughs> that would be that would be amazing and i i want to because he was actually one of the people who i, I want to use the right words i'm going to go ahead and use inspired inspired me to be me on my channel because mm -hmm. when i first started out i was trying to fit a mold of some sort and I yeah. didn't even really know what that mold was. But then I ended up watching one of his videos and I was watching his videos prior to starting YouTube. And I saw that he just made a change. And I was like, man, he's just doing him. You know, he's ripping open these packages. He's not doing reviews anymore. He's just ripping open packages and having a great time. And I was like, yeah, that's what I want to do. That's that's who I am. And that's when the shift started for me on my channel. So, yeah. I, and when I started this podcast, he was, he's still on the list. You know, he's, I got these names I'm crossing out. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Lamar's awesome. He's really, really nice. I, I love watching him do his videos. In fact, I feel like I was a little bit inspired from him, maybe subconsciously, where when I started doing my Sailor Moon hauls, a lot of mm -hmm. times I will do unboxing videos and it's kind of got the same feel. Although mine are not as energetic as his are. Yeah, that dude is a fireball <laughs> of energy. He is, is a so, fireball. Is it's he so like fun. that like all day? Is he just on 12 all day? Oh my gosh. I don't know. I've never like never hung out with him like no? for a long period of time. No, I've I've had him on a show when I was uh working down in LA. I, I went to what was it, a video game convention or something, and mm -hmm. I was producing some content and had him interview. Um and he was also really energetic then. And I was just like it's a convention. How do you have this ener energy after walking around for so much time? Because he's Lamar Wilson. That's why. Because he's Lamar Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. He needs to just wear his T-shirt. I'm Lamar Wilson. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> well, Shannon, I really don't want to take up your entire day asking you questions about stuff I should already know about, like Sailor Moon. But this has been so much fun. I definitely want to have you back on here. And you were, you were going to have to wear the crown. You were forever going to be the first lady Ooh, yeah. of the talk to me podcast <laughs> I gotta, my crown gotta get you a cat check it out <laughs> <laughs> oh man anything you want to say out there for the people i'll say thanks for thanks for coming please like and subscribe hashtag tang tribe <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna have to go find me some tame man and put in a little zip zip like that <laughs> You can still find it at the grocery stores. It's crazy. Oh, I know. Man. They still sell that stuff. Okay, so is it proper etiquette to do it with the with the index finger or can I use my pinky? Can I be like a snob and Yeah, yeah, you can you can use your pinky. <laughs> just dip it in there. Just use your middle finger, add some sass. Oh snap. Okay, so there's there's there's, there's <laughs> levels to this. Okay. All right. Hashtag tank. There you tribe. go. <laughs> so funny oh man all right guys thanks for tuning in this has been talk to me the podcast you didn't ask for but you know what you really enjoyed it i told you you would like it hey y'all keep being good to each other and i'll see you when i see you